Hey everyone, I'm your host and soul sister, Gretchen North. I'm a veteran health and wellness professional turned life coach. Sticky situation is about getting unstuck so that we can get on living the lives we are meant to live. We'll share stories and advice, hear from experts, and even do some guest coaching to be reminded of living today with more awareness and inspiration, all in the spirit of creating a more fulfilling tomorrow. To get in touch, find me at gonorthcoaching.com. Let's get going. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, I'd like to talk to you about a concept I learned during my life coach training program called spiritual bypass. And I need to back up to let you know that when I enrolled in my program, I already felt that I was fully capable of coaching individuals. For every hour of coaching I had to do to obtain my certification, which was 60 hours, I had one hour in the client role. And so not only was I learning about the concepts, but I was forced to really uh, take a look at how I could use them to improve my own life. So my director, Kate Swoboda, teaches about this concept of spiritual bypass. And basically, spiritual bypass is a way of suppressing or avoiding or bypassing how we deal with pain or anger or resentment or fear. And I think that this particular concept really struck a chord with me because I recognized pretty quickly that I was guilty of spiritual bypass in a lot of areas of my life. So if something bad would happen, I immediately would go to, well, this is happening for a reason we are going to come out stronger for this. And I would go into the loop of that positive psychology, which is in and of itself a fantastic field of study. And I also get behind that. But the danger lies in the suppression of real feelings and bypassing those to immediately feel better about how we accept that we are experiencing fear or anger or pain in some other way. And I noticed that I would rush past these feelings because I did not want to take on um, a victim status for myself. And so when you spiritually bypass, you immediately focus on the good And again, while I still find that to be incredibly helpful, what I learned about this concept is that in order to move through the fear, we have to experience the fear or the negative emotion. And acknowledging that pain is existent and seeing 
how we need to process that pain and how to see what else could be possible once we have addressed that pain. One great harm in spiritual bypass is that because we don't want to feel all the feels, we are essentially numbing, selectively numbing negative emotions. And by negative, I don't mean that they're bad. I mean that they're the feelings of guilt or um, distrust or sadness. They're low vibration emotions. They're not bad emotions. And we really can't selectively numb emotions. So it's important to experience joy and it's also important to experience sadness or anger. When we spiritually bypass, we're essentially hiding out. We're hiding out from those uncomfortable emotions that we don't want to experience to not have to feel them so that we're not uncomfortable. But then what happens is we remain stuck. And it's hard to ever get over something that's painful if we remain stuck and we don't address what's truly underneath and, you know, the residual pain of something that had happened in our lives. And we do this because it's scary to go deep. It's scary to feel those feelings sometimes. And so we learn tools to recognize that these emotions are present have compassion for them, understand that we don't want to feel those feelings because we're protecting ourselves from hurt. But if we don't experience what's hard and what's true, then we don't grow. So I'm going to share a personal experience that I believe I harbored anger and resentment about for a couple of years because I was spiritually bypassing those emotions because I tend to be a happy, kind, optimistic, fun person to be around and I didn't want to associate with or uh, feel that my personality was being impacted by anger and resentment and disappointment. And instead of allowing those feelings to show up, I suppressed them. And what I have learned through coaching is that the experiences that I have had are not the sum of me. They are not my personality. The experiences that I had that are uncomfortable do not need to become my identity. And oftentimes I think that we live in this perpetual state of disappointment or guilt or shame for things that 
you know, have happened to us in our lifetimes. And what's so important is to recognize that those experiences are not our identity. And for me, something that happened a couple of years ago, you know, there was this remnants of pain that I noticed was coming up when I was clienting in coaching sessions that I had not yet properly dealt with. And it's important to have practical ways of recognizing that all of us are going to experience these emotions. All of us are going to be in situations that cause us great pain. And it's absolutely human to have lower vibration emotions that don't feel good. And what is, what has the power to be really pivotal is recognizing what to do with these emotions as they arise. And so understanding first that there is this idea of spiritual bypass and catching yourself when things go awry, if you're being honest with how you may be quick to disregard the pain that you're actually experiencing underneath. So one practical exercise that both I was led through and work with clients of my own is something called name, claim, offer, and invite. And that's an exercise that could be offered during a coaching session. Exercises are opportunities to get outside of a strictly dialogue and actually move into a more experiential state in some way. And then practices are what a coach or client may come up with to work on outside of coaching sessions. So the magic doesn't happen always in that one hour of coaching. Oftentimes it's taking some concepts and working on those ideas in between coaching sessions where growth happens. So this idea of name, claim, offer, invite can be exemplified in the following uh, situation, the following sticky situation that I was in. So I had mentioned previously that I was let go from a job that I really loved. And I had poured my heart and soul into this role for eight years. And it was absolutely devastating to be notified by my boss that my position was being eliminated because I really knew in my heart of hearts that had I not spoken up regarding a controversial topic, that my position would not have been eliminated. It was not out of necessity. And so there was a lot of negative thoughts that occupied my brain of self-worth. I wasn't good enough. My value was not being recognized. 
I was embarrassed by those I may have let down in both the community, but also my staff. And I internalized a lot of things that didn't necessarily um, need to be owned by me. And I recognize now that a lot of those thoughts were stories I was making up. And we have a saying in coaching to watch what you make it mean. If something happens to you, what are you making it mean about you rather than just taking the situation for face value? So I did, I was guilty of spiritual bypass in the beginning. I went right to everything happens for a reason. I'm going to land an awesome job. I'm well known in my community. People will want me to come and work for them. And I really was not acknowledging the anger and the pain. I did not want to talk to anybody who I had previously worked with about what had happened. I just wanted to focus on moving forward and not take time to address that pain. Well, guess what? As I was becoming a coach, some of those old feelings of I'm not worthy. People aren't going to want to work with me. I don't know what I'm doing. This is a saturated market. All of these negative thoughts were coming up for me. And I recognized that some of that could have been with residual pain that I had not yet dealt with. So in this exercise of name, claim, offer, and invite, clients are encouraged to detach from the emotion and simply state what happened. Name what happened. So in my case, my position was eliminated from a job that I loved. Claim. Claim is how you felt or how I felt when it happened to me. I now recognize that I felt disappointed. I felt deceived. I felt that people weren't being transparent with me. I felt that my voice wasn't being honored. I felt that I was victimized. I felt that I was unworthy. I felt that I was disposable. I had a lot of negative feelings. Offer. This is when we can offer compassion for what happened. So either by the client reframing their story or with the support of a coach helping a client to understand, wow, that really stinks. I hear you saying that you loved that job and in a day it was taken from you and you're really feeling sad about what had happened. Allowing that recognition of emotion to be heard and to be named. And invite. The invitation is to move into a new direction of thinking or a new way of being. So in that, I could have explored what else could be true. Well, it could be true that I had 
done what I was hired to do, and it was time for me to move in a new direction. And in truth, that invitation did allow me to move in the direction of becoming a life coach. I had thought about leaving my job actually for a while because I felt that I had plateaued and didn't see new opportunities for growth within the organization. And I recognized that I wasn't taking the brave move of leaving or finding another job because I had it pretty good. I had a great salary. I had a prime parking spot downtown. I had lots of opportunity to travel. I had wonderful staff and colleagues to work with. There was a lot that I liked about my job, but there was this internal nagging, this curiosity, these golden handcuffs that I was afraid to listen to my gut and make that move for myself because of my great retirement benefit or whatever else. So yes, years later, I am grateful that my position was eliminated, but I recognize now that in order for me to have fully grown through that residual pain, that I needed to go back and acknowledge the emotions that I was still harboring and having a hard time moving beyond. They still felt tender. I still felt embarrassed to see or hear from former colleagues or even better for me to be proactive and reach out to people that I felt particularly vulnerable around. So that's just one example of how I personally benefited from receiving coaching by learning both about spiritual bypass and this on-call exercise of name, claim, offer, and invite. And what I learned is that I am able to welcome all of the emotions, the positive and the negative, and work with them by naming them, claiming them, offering them compassion, and giving myself an invitation to see what else is true about what had happened to me. I hope you're able to apply one or both of these concepts in your life, and I would love to provide a complimentary session to you, which can be found on my website. I look forward to hearing from you and how I could help you shift a past pain or perhaps some thinking about a goal that feels a little too lofty. What else could be possible for you if you don't selectively numb your emotions and explore a bit about your own vulnerability when you do access those? So that's a wrap. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to work through a sticky situation of your own, shoot me an old school email at gonorthcoaching at gmail. 
or check out my other offerings at gonorthcoaching.com. If you're listening, chances are we know each other and I'm so grateful for your support. Please help me spread the word by sharing, liking, rating, subscribing. Any and all of the things are so appreciated. See you next time.